0: Do you often get disappointed and frustrated from your loved ones? They're just not behaving in the way that you want. They don't give you the hug that you want, they don't give you enough affection, they don't want sex with you enough, they don't get your little hints, and you constantly feel alone? Then there's a high probability you are in the earlier phases of the wanting spiral. Hi, my name is Dr. Acevaro Manelli, and today I'm gonna to talk to you about the th- six phases of the wanting spiral. So we all feel vulnerable. We all don't want to be hurt. And we, most of us believe that wanting or asking is scary because if I ask for something or if I want for something, I might get rejected. And we don't want to be vulnerable and we don't want to get rejected. So we just protect ourselves. And we would probably we inherit this from our parents, from the cultures that we grew up in. And what I discovered in recent months is that there's a, kind of a spiral of the wanting spiral that you can go up and you can go down depending on the energy, intimacy, differentiation, mood, awareness that you have. I'm going to describe now the six phases of this wanting spiral. The first phase is wanting. It's internal. It's something that I want. I don't really share it, either because I'm embarrassed or it's personal or I'm not really sure if that's what I want or I don't believe I can get it or I don't deserve it. So it's inside. I might even feel like, oh, I wish I had this. That's the wanting. After a while, this want turns into expectation. That's phase two. I'm expecting, I'm expecting my partner. I'm not going to share it, but I'm expecting any normal partner, anybody who loved me would. Anybody who's decent, anyone who's normal would understand that. And then I start opening a tab and I start writing down, kind of, where my partner or my loved one is disappointing. And then my partner over time feels like there's sort of this test, this constant test that I need to do. Does she want to hug now and then actually this this expecting kind of forces us into mind reading, right? There's this expectation for we call this symbiosis, right? Like in the initial in the initial symbiosis with our mom, she knew she knew everything about us. We just cry and she knew if we were hungry or we had to change a diaper. And most of us have this fantasy of going back to symbiotic relationships. So expectation is like the modern day expression of that early fantasy. And I see this all the time in the clinic. I just, a while back, this woman said to me, I wish my husband would just know that I want a hug. He could just feel it. So she has this expectation of this intimacy, of this warmth, and her partner keeps disappointing her again and again because she's not verbalizing it. She doesn't want to get hurt. She doesn't want to get rejected, but she's expecting it. And every time he doesn't give her the hug, she's marking that off. The tabs are always open. So the third phase after um, expecting is demanding it. So I get really frustrated, he or she, they're not giving me what I wanted, so I suddenly get angry or really, really hurt, and I demand it. "Ah, you need to do this, you must do this right now, you must give me the hug, you have to have sex with me now, we have to go out, you never take me out, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. The problem is with this, once you demand, you're gonna lose-lose because if your partner does it, you you're not sure if they're doing it because they want to or because they're scared of you. And even if they do give you what you want, it's not a real fulfillment because it didn't come from them. You had to demand for it. Why do I always have to ask you for a hug? Why do I always have to initiate sex? You never initiate sex by yourself. And the other thing, and if you demand it, there's also a high probability that your partner won't give it to you. So purposely won't give it to you. So they're going to go passive aggressive and either ignore it or purposely go against your bit. Once you go over that the, the, the fourth phase is asking. I'm using my words, I am directly asking for what I want. There's tons of literature about asking. Um, nonviolent communication, or this book, language in the pursuit of happiness. They have a, it has a whole chapter about how to ask and the specific parameters of asking. But actually I want to go I actually want to go one phase higher. By the way, when I'm saying asking, when I'm asking my partner for something, I'm letting go of the symbiotic fantasy. And I'm just going to just go directly and ask for what I want. And the sentence I teach my kids, if you don't ask, the answer is no. So from a young age, I'm encouraging them to ask. Ask for what they want. Worst case, they'll get a no, but it's better than not asking. The fifth phase is Wishing. Once me and my partner and my loved ones are solid enough and differentiated enough and, and we've managed to be differentiated enough that we're not so reactive, I can actually share my wishes with my partner. I wish for more intimacy or I wish to be seen and celebrated more. And when I wish, I'm not expecting, it's not a, an arrow that I'm expecting you to fulfill it, but it's a wish, it's my wish, it's, like a vertic- it's a vertical wish that I'm sharing with you. And that requires both partners to be very, very solid and very, very confident and clear. And I feel like the last phase of that is bearing, is bearing the need. So I can actually share with my partner when they're feeling solid, and I'm feeling solid, a need or a pain I have. I'm, I'm opening up and I'm letting them see with no expectation. I'm not expecting them to do anything. I don't need them to fulfill this or heal my pain. I just want them to see it. And one of David Schnarch's definition of intimacy is meeting oneself in the presence of other. So that sixth phase of the wanting spiral is almost, uh, you could say it in, in certain ways, it's the most intimate. And it's a spiral because from bearing the need, I can connect to my want. Because a want is usually connected from something from the need. There's a certain pain, there's a certain lack or gap, and I want something to fulfill that. So we have the six phases, wanting, expecting, demanding, asking, wishing, bearing. I want to give two examples, quick examples of how this looks like. So when I finished my doctorate, I wanted my wife to read it, but I didn't really ask it. I kind of placed the dissertation on her desk and just waited, waited for her to read it. I would from time to time check if she even moved the pages because I put it on the abstract page. And I was expecting, and I was keeping tabs and every single day she wasn't reading. Day after day, week after week, and suddenly, Obviously, I didn't ask her directly, but when I finally erupted, I went to demand, "Why aren't you reading this?" I was I moved between being insulted to, to demanding her that she reads this, and how could, how dare you? And she said, "I don't need to read it; I live it." And that was a huge rupture in our marriage. And later on, when I started doing these podcasts, I realized that I cannot demand her to watch it. I can ask her, but actually, be much more efficient if I just share with her my wish, or even my I'm just bearing my need. And I kind of changed the discourse around these videos and these episodes and kind of opening up next to her. I stopped asking her to watch. I said, this is where I am, or these are the thoughts I'm thinking about, or here's my wish for this content to be accepted. And I remember the first time I saw her share an episode on Facebook without me asking. There was such a sense of joy, not only joy, but I really felt loved and celebrated. And I feel for me, that was an example that I managed to go, go up, spiral up to kind of the fifth or sixth phase. And from there, I felt she really heard me and she chose to do a, an action that was coming from her. So on practical tips how you can uh, spiral up on these phases, the first thing is choose one area in one of your relationships that you're constantly um, feeling frustrated with. You're constantly feeling um, disappointed that your partner is not feeling you and not supplying you with that need that you have without you even asking for it. Once you recognize that, share with them this episode, have them listen to this so it's the same language. Then try moving one step up in the wanting scale. So if you're expecting, go to demanding, but from demanding, go to asking. If you've asked, go to wishing. If you've wished, go to bearing. And just share that and prepare your partner to just listen, have them just land. They don't have to do anything. And have them breathe. After you're going to share, especially if it's a wish or if you're bearing your need, you will feel kind of this very naked, very vulnerable, and you'll want to shy away. Just stay in that heat. Allow yourself to stay open. Have them let that land. Both of you hold that crucible, that intimate, awkward, hot, vulnerable place, and just breathe. And forgive yourself for the unavoidable sliding down the scale sliding down a spiral. It's gonna happen from time to time. You're gonna have this amazing moment of wishing, and then you're gonna find yourself expecting on a different front. You're gonna go from demanding to asking, forgive yourself. We're human. That's why it's a spiral. We spiral up, we spiral down. We're constantly in a state of flux. And over time, if you dare to scale up the spiral, you will be noticing your relationships are becoming more intimate, more safe, more differentiated where you can open and meet yourself in the presence of your loved one again and again, and that might make you feel less lonely and more loved. My name is Dr. Ossolo Nelly, and this was The Potential State. I'll see you next time.